Right. Well, <clears throat> I guess I'm ready to go whenever. I'm ready. All right. So, um, five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello, world, is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. Kind of weird that we're calling it that. It's actually more so the Happy Half Hour during the off season. Yes. The Triple H, as one <laughs> says. Uh, my name's David Ojay. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Join us always, as always, by as Beth. Always. Hello, I'm H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And if I'm not on the episode in person, I'm there in spirit. That's right. And Veronica now actually is not with us oh, as always, as one does. Uh, she has She's busy with something. She's taking care of that. Um, so uh, I guess the, uh, wow, there was a, I, the biggest piece of news that I think came out of uh, this past week for the Habs is the, it's is, is how they acquired uh, Shane, Sean, Monahan, Sam, Rusty. Is his name actually Ezekiel? Uh, oh, Ezekiel. You really like that name, Ezekiel. What is he? He's a. Uh, oh, no, it's Sean Monahan. Okay, so Sean. 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 Now, <clears throat> the thing about this trade that's, that's so odd is that it's a, it's a cap dump for the Flames. They're getting rid of a center. This particular center, you know. Of course, I don't have the stuff right in front of me, but this particular center set the, <laughs> set the Habs back another six million bucks, Mister Monahan, and he's not Monterey. yet on cap friendly. He's on injured reserve right now, according to again cap friendly. But hip surgery. Six point three million dollars. The Habs are now looking to um, you know deal with because they are now six point one under. The cap, or over, yeah, over the cap. They're in the red, regardless. And um, yeah, that was the opposite of what I would have thought they would have done. However, they did this for a reason. And this reason is about, let's see, one, two, one, two, three, four, one, two, about two main scenarios and about four sub-scenarios of reasonings why dealing with a conditional first-round pick that was also given to the Habs in exchange for future considerations. World's greatest hockey player. That is a... Exactly. And that is such a... um <clears throat> That blows my mind a little bit because I can't... In recent memory... Unless I'm like having a total brain fart, I can't think of any trade that involved a first round pick, conditional or not, that involved nothing in return. Yeah. Future considerations. Now people will say, oh, that cap hit is the return for the flames. But I mean, like, really? Really? Oh my God. Nothing. Come on now. They don't get any, they don't, they, I'm like, not even a seventh. No, no, no. A first like, round pick. Bonkers. So. Okay, there the conditions are quite in depth. And uh putting one together in a podcast is gonna be kind of weird. So I'm just gonna use once again cap friendly, put a summary up that I thought was very nice. I believe Andrew Zadowski. Zardanowski, he yeah. put up a really good flow chart. And yeah. then if you're not a visual person, 
friend of the podcast, Treg Wilson, also put out mm, a mm. Um, an article where he broke down each um, section um, of all of the conditions that came out today. Yeah, each um, possible scenario of what could happen. Yeah. And there's there are a lot. But I'll go over what Cap Friendly put together. As Cap Friendly are our friends in general. So conditions. <clears throat> Let's see. If Calgary's 2024 first round pick is between 20th and 32, Montreal can take that pick. In the event Calgary receives Florida's, the Florida Panthers, 2025 first round pick. So we're talking about a different year now. The first scenario in that case is that if both Calgary and Florida's picks are not top 10, Montreal will receive the better of Calgary and Florida's 2025 first round picks. The better of Calgary and Florida's 2025 first round picks. However, if Calgary's pick is top 10 and Florida's pick is not top 10, for, uh, Montreal receives Florida's pick. So there's a little difference about who we're going to be rooting for, quote unquote, in that particular you know year in 2025. Uh, if I got that year right. Yes. Next scenario. In the event Calgary does not receive uh, Florida's first round pick, that's like a whole other scenario I don't even know about. Like I know this is all... Yeah. Calgary and halves, but there's another conditional pick that Calgary is dealing with with Florida and that's a whole and that got factored into the trade as is. So in the event Calgary does not receive Florida's first round pick scenario one in that particular in that particular uh, scenario as well. If Calgary's pick is not top 10 Montreal will receive the Calgary pick. If Florida's pick is not top 10 is a better pick than Calgary's and and was transferred to another team due to prior conditions. A third, you know, almost like, a, almost like a fourth, you know, party at this point. Montreal will also receive Calgary's 2024 fourth round pick. So there's like another, you know, an additional pick is in the, you know, it's in the party if it happens. It's in the soup. It's in the casserole here yeah. of the Monahan trade. Scenario three. If Calgary's pick is first overall, um, Montreal will receive Calgary's 2025 third and the better of Calgary and Florida's 2026, 2026 first round pick. So we're going out 2024, 2025, 2026 on conditional first round picks and whatnot. And then the last scenario here is if Calgary's pick is second to 10th pick, like if the, you know, they pick second to 10, Montreal receives Calgary's 2025 first round pick. It's just wild. It's nuts. And wild. then and and the day of the trade, like the everything took like three or four hours to come out after the trade was like announced because they had yep. to figure out this whole trade tree business. But it involves like it involves uh picks that Florida gave to the Flyers in the Jeru trade conditional picks that Florida gave to the Flyers in the jury trade conditional picks that Florida gave to Calgary in the Matthew Kachuk trade. Um, and then now there's a conditional pick going to the Habs in the Sean Monahan trade. It's, 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 it's nuts. Um, it's weird. It's it is weird. It's probably one of the most complicated conditional things I've ever seen. Like I said, Number one, just in general. And number two, for nothing. Yeah. For nothing. Either way, Montreal gets something. 
I haven't quite broken down like the worst case scenario in that particular deal, but I think it's pretty much the one that says, oh, we only get a fourth back, which is in the scenario if Calgary doesn't. Well, they get would get Florida's. a they would get a fourth, but then they would also get, get a, third, a third. I mean, get a first in, a, in another year. Yes, they would get a four, they would get a fourth that year. Like the most the most likely thing is that the Habs get Calgary's first right out and then mm -hmm. if for some reason the 2024 draft class looks a lot better um in whatever place calgary's picking then whatever looks whatever it looks like for the 2025 draft class um uh kent hughes i was like that's not, i was trying yeah to that guy right. we know kent him. hughes ha will have 48 hours ahead of the 2024 draft mm -hmm. to decide hey i want calgary's 2024 first round pick um, but we don't have to worry about that for like a year and a half. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We'll remember, we'll look back, back on this in a year and a half and be like, oh, what's going to happen? Or is it going to be two and a half years from now that we actually see the fallout? So we'll see what happens. That's right. Absolutely right. <laughs> so that was like the biggest piece of Habs news. Yeah. Actually, no, it wasn't. The bigger, bigger, bigger piece of news is the apparent and impending retirement of Carey Price after what Kent Hughes said was, well, his knee doesn't look good. Yeah. So he takes another season off. I am. I would be more surprised if Price retires than if he takes another year off and comes back when the kids are better. Kids are better, yeah. Yeah. Um, it like He has to have surgery again, which sucks. Um, I, I know... I mean, Carrie, Carrie prices a lot of things, but like, he's a hockey player. Um, and he ain't a realtor he, yet. Nope. <laughs> exactly. And nope. like seeing how he looks like on the ice, how he's, how he, how he enjoys himself, even in practices, how he enjoys himself. Like, I know it's gotta be killing him to not be able to be out there and be with his team, regardless of where they are in the standings. Um, so as grim as the outcome may look right now i'm am still holding out hope that in a couple seasons we'll get him back for one at least one last hurrah and see where that goes yeah i'm not um i'm not on the retirement train i understand no. why people are saying that but uh, nope mm -mm. no i don't see that quite happening just yet <clears throat> maybe i have um, a bias for it Possibly, but like you said, Beth, I just don't think it's in his nature to do it. It's if there's still a path forward, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna try to go for it. Yeah. So that's what I believe. Um, if anybody wants to leave encouraging messages for Carrie, um, Angela has a post up from I think yesterday, the day before that she. Yep. Um, it's from it was from the day of the the presser, but um, that it's a it's a post specifically of Carrie. Um, and like people, you can leave whatever comments that you would like to encouraging messages for care on there. And then, um, Angela said that, um, Carrie will read them when he's ready. Um, and it is on her Instagram. Um, there, there've been thousands of people commenting already. Um, I left my own little thing. Um, it was because Carrie is not a social media person. If you know Carrie Price, you know that. Um, so it's nice to have a place where like we can go and like say things that he will see eventually. That's right. Yes. 
And in the meantime, we can uh, discuss whether or not the Habs will uh, retire Carey Price's number at the end of his career. I say, nope, not going to do it. No, but he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Absolutely. And that's, boom, done. That's the whole conversation. Over. That's it. Um, Speaking of goalies, um, Jake Allen had his golf tournament. The Allen free-for-all tournament for kids that can't read good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And That's a Zoolander reference. It's actually not for that. It's for something else completely. It's for he has seven different uh, beneficiaries um, that he raises money for mm. in Frederick the Fredericton area mm-hmm. um, in Quebec. Um, I didn't I did some looking I couldn't find exactly what um, those seven charities are. Um, they raised seventy five thousand um, dollars, which is really good. But he has a goal um, of five hundred thousand, which he sets for himself every year and he's looking to surpass that um so good job jake allen raising all that money um hopefully next summer you get even closer or you surpass your goal um if you ever do a putt putt tournament i will be there um i will play putt putt. i won't do very well but i'll be there Uh, i know golf i won't have fun but more athletes should do putt putt tournaments Absolutely. It'd be a good time. It'd All of them. Yes. Because golf is um, boring. Putt, golf is, putt is boring. awesome. That's great. Yeah. Just make it like a 32 hole course. Yes. In the shape of a pirate ship and I'm there. Yeah. That's what I want to well, do. I like the giant windmill. I can never beat the giant windmill, <clears throat> but it's fun to see. Giant windmill beats you. It does. Damn it. It does. All right, let's see. What are we doing here? Last recorded, oh yeah, yeah, on the 16th. That's what it was. I was trying to find out when the hell our last episode was. Also, Instagram users, yeah, I didn't put up last week's episode. I'll put that. I'll get that all caught up tonight, I guess, if I remember, which I probably won't. Let's see. Uh, World Juniors uh, wrapped up. It was uh, Czech Republic against uh, Canada. OT winner to Canada. In a thrilling display of athleticism and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, Team Canada wins as one does. However, more importantly, Jan Mishak stand out in the tournament with uh, the Czech Republic. So good job to Jan Mishak. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They toppled uh, the U.S. to get uh, on the road to, you know, go up against Canada. And that was the one of the upsets of the tournament right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, aside from that, September 25th, the Red vs. White scrimmage has been announced uh tickets are usually yeah 10 bucks usually includes uh you know some sort of food and burr maybe or a drink or a coupon something um let's see uh yep uh, proceeds go to local charities um montreal's uh children's foundation and also la table de chef uh, which is a organi- organization dedicated to fighting food insecurity and educating youth nice. To develop food autonomy. Very nice. nice. Complimentary snack, courtesy of Lay's, Flo, and Coca-Cola will be there once you, you know, get there. Um, you water, a Coke, and chips. That's right. Let's see. Good deal. That's what I eat every day. It's water, Coke, and chips. Um, you can also pick up tickets at IGA supermarkets. Um, I think you can just order them right out now, but... Yeah, actually, okay, yeah. So, <clears throat> exclusive pre-sale at IGA Supermarkets until September 31st. 
and I'm sorry, until August 31st. There will be a pre-sale that's only available at the IGA supermarkets, but just keep checking online and I'm sure you'll be able to find a ticket. I mean, it's 10 bucks. Go yeah, to the Bell right. Center to watch our, you know, watch our team play against yeah. each other and hate each other more. Sometimes there's fights. There, sometimes there is fights. Yeah. I've seen that um, happen. Yuri Slavkovsky, if you're if you are not able to go to Montreal, but you are still on the East Coast, in and around the DC area or close to me, um, Yuri Slavkovsky and Ryan Suzuki are going to be playing in the NHLPA Rookie Showcase on September 6th in Arlington, Virginia at the Washington Capitals practice facility. I'm trying really hard to go uh, with my mom. So hopefully that will be a thing that happens. It'll be really cool and fun. Um, and maybe I'll get to ask your eye if he remembers me. <laughs> yes. From the draft, of course. Yes. Like I'm following you. Attending that, attending that. That's right. And um, I think that's all the news that's happened in Habsland. Yeah. Nothing oh, else um, Sean Monahan is going to pl- wear number 91. Sean Monahan's wearing number 91. 91. That's right. That means it's a good uh, um, time to check something. Go ahead. What? Phil Kessel is still unsigned. It's going to be a hab. So He's going to be a hab. We could get some big D. Guy's gonna be a hab. It's just it's it's written it's written in the stars. He's gonna be a hab. He like has he ever had a Montreal hot dog? We don't know this. We need Guy to makes fix them it. in his basement. <laughs> Gives them out to all the boys and girls. <laughs> mm, how come I can't find the thing I'm looking for? This is gonna take me a minute. Right, uh, there we go. Because that makes me think. <laughs> I thought 91 was familiar for a really strange reason. Last player that wore number 91 for the Habs was Scott Gomez. Oh. How about that? Good old Scotty. How weird. Weird. It's been a hot minute. Jeez. Yep. No, he was a longtime New Jersey devil. Well, not long time. Eh. Think that, no, no, that's where he won his cups, though. So, good for him. <laughs> Wait, did he? Am I dumb? No, you're not dumb. I'm like so like dumb. What is going on here? How come I can't read this? Jesus. One second. Should just say it up here, but it doesn't. Man, I'm on some crazy website. Oh yeah, two, <laughs> two-time cup winner, Calder Cup in uh, year 2000. And all rookie team winner? Hmm. Don't know what that is. But good for him. Good old Scotty boy, Omez. Excellent. So there's that. So yeah, number 91 for Mr. Monahab. I wonder if he was born in 91. Monorail. Wouldn't that be funny? That would be funny. Nope. Way off. Born in 94. Uh, what's his name? Okay. I was like, it'd be, uh, be like Sidney Crosby. Mm-hmm. So there it is. I think that's it. I think that's it. Yep. I don't have, Habs I didn't do anything else. anything else. Nope. Zero. Nope. Nothing that's else happened. They they are allowed to relax for a little bit. Preseason is coming. 
So that's it. Um, today, I believe uh, Philip and Yorai, <clears throat> Philip Mazar and Yorai Slavkovsky, are taking uh, are like part of some sort of tournament or some sort of scrimmage today. I've been seeing um, people posting up about them. Yeah, at, uh, is, it, is it at Brassard? That's what it looks no, like. No, it's not. I don't think it's it not. is. Uh, a lot of Montreal people were there. I don't know where it's at then. Um, I don't know. It looks cool, though. It looked interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at a video right now. I have no idea where these guys are. Weird. Oh, they're practicing somewhere. Apparently, they're looking very good doing it. So good for them. Yes. Yes. And that's it. Um, I was in Montreal again this past weekend. Uh, being a tour guide for two of my friends. We had a great time. Many good times at McLean's once again. Ran into Dave again, the bartender. Dave Tender. Well, if you're looking for a job, they're hiring bussers. Yes, they are. So go get a job at a fun place with nice a nice boss. That's right. Free advertising. Yes. Well, they give me a lot of beer, so it's fine. Yes. <laughs> I've had my fair share of shots there as well, so it's fine. No problem. But uh, yeah, what the hell did we do? I um. Didn't you see Ramstein? I did see Ramstein. Did it? Did you see my tweet about? <laughs> about LA. Don't so one think of so. my friend one of my friends and coworkers, but I've known her since we were in high school. Um she asked me to go with her to LA to see Rammstein. Uh for free. listen, it is a week is during a week that I already have committed to something else. So I cannot go. And I'm very sad. I'm very sad. The North American tour, they have a whole stage set up. It's an outdoor thing. Um, and I can't describe it any better than their stage kind of looks like if um, if Tim Burton uh, wrote the old sci-fi film Metropolis. That's kind of like what Rammstein's um, hmm. stage looks like. And it's funny because the night before the show... <clears throat> me and my friends were on a terrace at the old port eating tatar. Because that's Two all that that place made. Oh. It was, that was yeah. it. That was it. Different types of Tatar and then a burger for people that... Thomas Tatar? Yes. Thomas Tatar is all over the place. God damn it. These fucking trumpets. And we were eating thus. And we were eating stuff. And, um, you know, we look out over the over the river and there's like spouts of fire coming out of like... <laughs> coming out of like stacks out in the distance and i was like i have no idea what the fuck that it is because it was on it was on it was on park jean drapeau i was like i didn't know it was but it totally was mm -hmm. because it was kind of sort of near the biodome or whatever that one is on the park there and um yeah it was just shooting off fire and i had no idea what the hell was going on well i get to the park and i look up and i'm like holy shit it was their stage they were testing it like a day beforehand Gotta so, make sure all the kinks are out. Yes, that was pretty freaking cool. That That's was, awesome. it was, like, I have never seen, like, Park Jean de Repos that packed before in I my life. I saw your answers. Like, it was like. It was you were, packed. You were, you were like sardines in there. From the stage all the way to the hill, 
that like overlooks the stage area. It was it was a mob scene. And I like I've been to festivals, multiple festivals at Park Jean Drapeau. Ilsenic, mm-hmm. heavy Montreal. You know, where it's like tons of bands playing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think I've been to like any other show there. No, just Ilsenic and Heavy Montreal, but and you know, you could still like move and the hill in the back was like usually sparse enough you can find a spot, lay down, and just watch the show in peace. Uh-uh, uh, not for this. No, 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 no. It was nope. jam-packed with people for one band, no opener, two and a half hours of Rammstein. And it was oh, yeah. awesome. Too not to um not to put too much of a uh, of a banner on it, but man. I don't think there's a better live show around. And I will even put that up against Harry Styles. I'm sorry. You saw Harry Styles? Nope. Oh. <laughs> but from what people say and what they tell me, <laughs> I would put it up against Harry Styles. Okay, they got to do like a battle of the bands, but it's <laughs> Rob Stein and Harry Styles. I mean, that it's... The, the, that would be a, that'd be fun as fuck. There was an intermission fun. part where... Mm-hmm. Okay, so there was like a center tower, right? And that thing like had an elevator that went fucking up there right so so there was a little like semi-intermission where like flea the um the keyboardist there and i got on this elevator had himself like a sequin jacket on and some wacky sunglasses (laughs) and he did like a 10 minute like industrial techno set before before they opened up for i think the song deutschland and i was like holy shit this is crazy and the the stage by itself was like two like huge like spotlight looking lights, and mm-hmm. then the it was just the entire backdrop were just you know all the movable light stuff, and it was just it was insane. It was absolutely crazy. Every song had its own theme to it. They have what's that? So I wonder how many like lighting and effects people they have. Well, let me tell you this: it was so intensive that at the end of the show, that that middle tower like was just an LED screen doing like a, a scrolling credits of everybody in the crew that put the stage together. That's I was like, fucking awesome. Jesus Christ. Awesome. It, because it was, it was, I've never been to anything like it before ever in my life. And it was awesome. Um, we were driving back the next day and I told, you know, the border agent that, I, you know, we were there to do tour stuff. I saw Rammstein. He's like, Rammstein, is that the, uh, is that that German rock band? Yeah. They passed by here this morning. I was like, hmm. They packed up and got all that shit out of there already. <laughs> wild. They probably didn't. The crew probably didn't sleep. Yeah, it was probably just a band, but still, it was just it was wild to me. I, That's I've seen Rammstein before, and every time I see them, it's it's like I've never seen anything like it in my life. With yeah. all like just the pyrotechnics alone, you know, setting a baby carriage on fire, and then the one guy has the suit on, and the other guy has like the the flamethrower on his guitars, and just then fireworks. Like the directional ones that aren't going just straight up. They're going sideways over our heads. Jesus Christ. Everyone's <laughs> safe, by the way. It was a wild time, man. If, if you, Even if you're not a Rammstein fan, if you if, if you can find yourself like some seats just to see their show, it is worth it. I've seen them in Quebec City, and it was wild. I saw them in Long Island once during the... When did that song... Oh, what album was that? Like Darista, f- um, something, something. Um, the song that had "Pussy" on it. Um, because that is such a great song. He he rides a mechanical dick, and it's just spewing foam on people. 
incredible time. I got foamed really bad in Long Island, thanks to Till Lindman. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Harry Styles doesn't do that. Sorry to say, ladies. Yet. Yet. So yeah, Rammstein was great, but Montreal, again, a fantastic time. I miss that. And that was it. Aside from that, I finally watched the House of Dragon today. I saw somebody, somebody, one of my friends tweeted, everybody in um, House of the Dragon looks like Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, okay. I, I don't quite know her completely. However, as soon as you mentioned that, I'm like, uh-oh. I think they, I think this is a bad this this might be bad, but she. They're also probably. Oh boy, yeah. There are like. Did you just Google Phoebe Bridgers. There there are like eight different <laughs> versions of Phoebe Bridgers in House of the Dragon. <laughs> currently, like an older Phoebe Bridgers, younger Phoebe, black Bridgers, Phoebe Bridgers, black Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> Phoebe That's Bridgers funny. on a horse. Phoebe Bridgers the dragon. There's a TikTok meme going around and it's like, hey, babe, what kind of, which Phoebe Bridgers you want to listen to today? And it like has like classic Phoebe Bridgers and it'll say emo Phoebe Bridgers and it'll post a picture of like another artist and they'll have like different adjectives, Phoebe Bridgers. It'll be different artists in the same vein. So they just made that into, now it's Game of Thrones, Phoebe Bridgers. Great. Great. Overall, Um, great show. Granted, man, (laughs) If they <laughs> they will find something to be unnecessarily violent about, and wow, did they! It was really on the nose in this first episode. Holy crap! Holy crap! But I don't know what can you do. It's HBO. Ugh, shock value. <laughs> oh well. I watched That's the it. Goonies for the first time. What's that? I watched the Goonies for the first time yesterday because I hadn't seen it yet. I've you've, seen most of all of the important movies. I just I haven't seen that one. You've done it. But you, I, have, and I have. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. What'd you think of it? I liked it. It was fun. Cool. Yeah. Do, do, do the truffle shuffle. Come on, guys. <laughs> okay, come in. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on upside down. Ah. <laughs> Fantastic. <clears throat> I do like that movie a bit. It's a good movie. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's all of our time then. So. Alrighty then. Behave yourselves, listeners. Yep. Uh, drink responsibly. Um, Was that it? Yeah, I think that was pretty much yeah. until next time. Um. The whole uh, tournament in Buffalo is not until like mid-ish September, so that's coming yeah. up in right more than a, yep. more than a few weeks. That'll be around, mm-hmm. and we will well try to be on the ground there. At least I am. I'm gonna try to yes. get there and check it all out. Even there. though fucking Buffalo is like a five-hour drive. Ugh. Oh well. Okay, I'm out. All right. Uh, like and subscribe. And Thanks goodbye. Listeners. Appreciate you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b